your body, your body, everybody move your body, your body. Hey, hey, let's all chant. <laughs> Did not plan that. We just improv that. Episode over. Yep. So I want to apologize to you in advance because if you've never heard the first song we're going to talk about today before, you're you're going to be singing it for the rest of your life. So uh-huh. I both I both Yay. congratulate you and apologize because it's not it's not ever leaving your brain. Your life is different now. Yes. Well, it's about to be. Yes. Oh boy. So today, hi Danielle, by the way. Hi Max. Um, so we're, we're talking about uh, Pat and Mick today here on Offbeat Tracks. Pat and Mick were two uh, radio DJs in London. Yeah. They're, they're British dudes. Um, they got bored. So basically, more or less what happened is that these two guys were popular radio personalities. And Stock Aitken Waterman slash the Capital FM that they worked for. Slash, I don't know who else. A need for charity singles from a dude with weird hair. Yeah, saw this it's potential where British. like, hey, these guys are popular. Why don't we get them to record charity singles? I feel like we should have also done a warning at the beginning before changing your life with a song that will always be in your head. But also to be like, this is going to be so British. Your brain might explode. Really? You might like, need to take I, a week off of work. I think that we've talked about more British things I than this. I know, but it's just like the silliness of it and the fact that there's like more than one song. And the, I'll get to it. I guess. It's a lot. But the idea is that these two dudes who were already famous, uh, we could get this production team that was basically the most successful production team in the UK ever, Stock Aiken mm-hmm. Waterman, to collab with them and to make these songs once a year and release them for charity. Uh, because, hey, everybody involved is already really rich, I guess. I, I okay. Anyway, they, they love charity songs in the '80s, and I'm not even sure. I tried to figure out what charities these songs went to. Yeah, that's a good point. I have no idea. Yeah. It just says for charity. For charity, which yes. To me, seems a little bit shady, but maybe people were more um, generous in the '80s. Yeah, I don't know. And plus, you're already like living in a socialized economy. So what 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 do charities do in a socialized economy? <laughs> that's another thing I've never thought about. <laughs> Well, they should be happy with my tax money. Yeah, part. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not paying for their highway. We, we did enough of that last anyway. week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pat and Mick. Yeah. Um, Pat, Pat <sighs> oh, he of the glorious long blonde mullet. Um, I just took quotes from his Wikipedia page, which are Oh, please fantastic. share. I did not visit his Wikipedia page. I, I so. would, I'm like, I feel like you have to have the special words to describe Pat, mm. um, and I did not know them, but luckily, whoever wrote his Wikipedia page did. Known mainly for his work on the children's television program Funhouse, his former mullet in his radio shows, former as well mullet. as as well as his support for Arsenal, <laughs> and then also his former mullet, <laughs> which is true. It is epic. There's no way you're gonna see Pat and not. I'm just be trying like, to. I'm, I'm gonna be processing the phrase "his former mullet" for the rest of the day. Anyway, <laughs> go former on. Former mullet, and then also um, speaking of the mullet, in 1987 he was voted as having the worst haircut, winning this Accurate. accolade more than once at the <laughs> Smash Hits poll winners party. <laughs> Absolutely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Pat. Yeah. Um, um, and Mick is just this guy. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Mick. Um, I don't know anything about him except he does some weird, like radio DJ stuff. Still, I think he had like a a yeah, rush I, hour show in London a few years ago, at least. And well, I I think that they both are still in radio, but we we'll, yeah, he Pat is more so than yes. We'll, I don't know. Mick is just 
Mick is the sideshow, I think. Like, yes, yes. Pat is the uh, the face. Which, which is weird because um, the guy with the mullet, you would think, would be the sideshow, but not so much. No, no. Pat is the main attraction, and this is a YouTube comment on one of the... Um, <laughs> this is the YouTube comment on one of the uh, videos. Okay. It says, I love Pat Sharp and Mick Brown always and forever, but I love Pat Sharp more than Mick Brown. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> it sounds like something that... Thank like, you, British person who has their opinions all sorted out. like a five-year-old out. would say about their mom and dad. I love my mom and dad more <laughs> always and forever, but, but I, I love, love my, my mommy mom. more. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, so we're going to talk about this this song now. And again, I'm going to warn you. This will be in your head for the rest of your life. And I both warn and thank you or uh, congratulate you for that. Um, mm. It's called Let's All Chant. And let's let's this was originally recorded by the Michael Zager band in 1977. But their version does not hold a candle yeah, to this like one. A fun, it's a silly little disco song that sounds like it was actually done before 1977. Yes. It sounds so fucking old. This is the version of this song. OK. Yep. So, like, literally, let's all chant. This is 1988. Yes. There is actual actual chanting, as Danielle just demonstrated. Um, (laughs) I cannot believe that this song didn't chart in the U.S. Um, I I really feel like... I wonder if it even got released. I know that it's super British, but it just, it really feels like it it could have and should have been a hit here, too. Sock Ake and Waterman, it it sounds like it, too. I just, like, how do you even talk about a song like this? How do you talk about Van Gogh's Starry Night? <laughs> How do you talk about The Last Supper? How do you talk about approaching the Venus de Milo in the Louvre? Yes. <laughs> How do you talk about Sun Tzu's The Art of War? <laughs> How do you talk about a masterwork that's so brilliant and perfect? How do you and- talk about overthinking Stonehenge? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> How does one talk about something that's so perfect and classic and untouchable in every way imaginable? And unreproducible. Exactly. I, I, this is, it's, There's just no... Even uh, just hearing the song without seeing the video and how ridiculous Pat and Mick are just on their own and everyone dancing around all these like white people in dumb outfits. <laughs> and it's just like they're all dancing around chanting poorly. That's on its own. But even just like listening to the song, it's like, yeah... I remember sending this video to a friend of mine on Facebook like 10 years ago. I left it on his wall. And his response in the comments was, I want to delete my Facebook and make a new one just so I can come back to this page and like this post again. (laughs) That's the effect that this song has on people. (laughs) And they aren't wrong. It's, you know, it, it elicits emotion. Yes. It does. I love speaking about this like it's like high art. It is high art. It's the highest form of art. And I think we should stop talking about it because the longer we talk, we're delaying this clip from rolling and these people from hearing it. And that's an extreme disservice.
So there you go. Your life has been changed and you're welcome. (laughs) 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 Oh, everybody move your body. All right. Uh, So I want to talk about the B side of Let's All Chant, which is called On the Night. Um, This is actually um, a really nice example of UK garage music. And if you don't know what that is, this is a great primer for it because you got Stockache and Waterman making it, which is a great place to start. Um, UK, like garage music meant a different thing in the UK than it did in the US in in this era. And um, so, yeah, this is actually like the kind of the start of UK garage music. And I just think it's kind of a cool song. Um, It's okay. It's just very British. You got an old British guy just speaking. Accurate. Over a beat, and it's it's just a that's your thing. Then here it is. In the groove, squarely in the groove. In the groove. In the groove. Squarely in the groove. Trumpets left. So now we move on to the charity single from 1989, I Haven't Stopped Dancing Yet, which somehow is a bigger chart topper than Let's All Chant, which I just find criminal in, like, that's a war crime. <laughs> like, I feel like maybe there's probably a decent movement to try to get Pat and Mick to stop dancing for a while, and they were like... And this was their response song. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh... Oh, okay, really? You want me to start da- stop dancing? Well, I haven't stopped dancing yet. Oh, my yet. God. It's so cheesy, <laughs> and it's so lame, and if I never hear it again, it's fine, but it is very cheesy and lame, and yeah. Stepping right along to 1990s charity single, Use It Up and Wear It Out, which was a number 22 hit in the UK. That's what she said. Yes. Um, (laughs) This is a cover of a song from 1980 by a group called Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, I'd never heard the Odyssey song. And I went and looked it up. It's dope, dude. It's a great song. I actually did the same thing you did. And I was like, huh. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Pat and Mick's version is not great, but... The the Odyssey I version. Kind of like it. Oh, the Odyssey version's better, yeah. but I like so the Pat and Mick version. We're gonna roll the Pat and Mick version, obviously, because this is the Pat and Mick episode. But you should go listen to Odyssey's <laughs> original version of Use It Up and Wear It Out. Very good. I was a fan. Pat Mick did also manage to slide this other random single into 1990 called Olay, Olay, Olay. 
Um, and they released it under a different name. L.A. What was it? L.A. something? L.A. Mood. L.A. Mood. Yes. The, it's credit. The artist is L.A. Mood. That's credited on the sleeve. But that's that, it's just Pat and Mick. I don't really understand that. Huh. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to slide on my my forensic Baltimore Institute <laughs> hat here because oh I, I have a theory because this song is very it's it's like it was like a, a garage house song. It's like a little bit before it's time for 1990. Do you think it's possible that because Stockache and Waterman were definitely not going to make any money off of these because they were charity singles, do you think it's possible that they were using Pat and Mick as like a testing ground for like some new music that they were going to try to do with like their actual cash cow artists? Very possible. Um, I just, I mean, I think that's a decent theory. My only problem with having any theories at all is the idea of overthinking Pat and Mick. <laughs> I just feel like that's something we shouldn't do. Okay, I, can I just say something? <laughs> yeah. This is like episode 96. Do you not understand by now that this is what we do here? We literally overthink. That is the entire point of this. We take someone who ha- was a blip in pop culture and we overthink the hell out of their entire career, Danielle. That's what we do. So we are going to continue overthinking Pat and Mick. So Pat and Mick are just... <laughs> practice they're just <laughs> yes that's my just theory the, uh, they're just the dolls they're puppets yes watermen yeah i like As mind control puppets <laughs> for, all right now we're off charity. the charity <laughs> this is what happens oh also i can i just point out i hate any song that uses the like soccer ole 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 chanting thing um i think it is lazy and stupid and i hate it it and is, I like soccer. It's fine. But keep it on the field. Don't put it in the music. You're being lazy. There you go. You heard it first here. So 1991, their charity single is called Gimme Sub, Give Me, <laughs> excuse me, good God. I got so Twitter baited, I couldn't even say it. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Gimme Some, and it was a number 53 hit in uh, the UK. This feels like a step backward for Pat and Mick, which now that... <laughs> I just really wanted to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, I died. I'm I just really dead. wanted to say that. I'm sorry. I am deceased. Um, but you know what I mean. Like if they they did these cool house singles and then they go back to the stuff they were doing in 1989. I don't know. Okay, Come on, guys, it's 1991. Just, Get it together. As an aside, the the phrase "give me some" always reminds me of one of my favorite things of Saturday Night Live of all time, which is mid 90s, like the Al Franken uh, thing with the. You're good enough, smart enough, whatever. Oh, yes. And it's Michael Jackson. Stuart Smalley. Yes, Stuart Smalley. And it's Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley, played <laughs> by Marissa Tomei. And like she, they're like pretending to be like in love. And like Lisa Marie Presley's like out of it. And she's like, yum, yum, give me some before she. And so I like do that all the time in my relationship. And no one ever gets it. Because I'm always like, yum, yum, give me some. Anyway, that's number See, one thing. That has nothing to do with it, but I just can't take anything seriously that says, give me some. Um, uh, so the YouTube description for this video, did you see this? No. I think it's a perfect descriptor for this show. Oh, okay. 
This is basically what we love here. This is quite a terrible song and video, but I share it with those who love it. Peace. That's <laughs> yep. basically That's all us. that we do. That's us. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Nineteen ninety-two, a cover of the Peaches and Herbs song "Shake Your Groove" thing. <laughs> um, yeah, they basically just took "Shake Your Groove" thing and made a Eurohouse version of it. No one asked for a Eurohouse version of "Shake Your Groove" thing, but Pat and Mick delivered. Um, and here could, we are. All I could come up with notes are three words: fine, yeah, stupid, whatever. <laughs> basically, how I feel. Yeah, it's not bad. If you're going to make a Euro House version of Shake Your Groove thing, this is probably about the best version to of take, that that could exist. To take what I wrote and put it into a full sentence, it's fine, it's stupid, but whatever. The music gives us some Finally, one more, 1993, uh, Hot, Hot, Hot. Pat and Mick really slipping on the charts at this point. <laughs> this one only peaked at 47. I'm just going to tell you. I, I'm amazed that they lasted this long. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, this junk started in 1988, and they made it all the way to 1993. Um, People will do anything for charity. Yes. Using air quotes. Charity. Not convinced. And, um, like, I, we, I knew we were going to, like, Hot, Hot, Hot was going to come up on this show eventually. Um, it's, it's just so much the intersection of so many things that we could have possibly talked about. Okay. I, I love this song. My main thing with this though, this version is that it's not Buster Poindexter. Exactly. That is the only version that I will accept. Not even like the original, like the, the, like the, the, the actual one, the, the that, cultural, you know, right. Kind. The, the, the artist that like culturally made hot, 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 that made sense no. for them to make hot, hot, Sorry, hot. I don't accept that either. Sorry. Okay. Uh, it's Buster. Buster Poindexter, and I will accept the Ole Ole's here. Okay, that's an acceptable version. Um, I, Arrow, Arrow was the original Buster. artist. I wanted to, I wanted to give them proper credit. Cool. Uh, they're not Buster Poindexter. Yes, I don't that know is if that is accurate. That. Arrow, yes, Arrow's version was from 1982. Buster Poindexter, of course, ran it up the charts in '87, and then here we have this version <laughs> that again no one asked for. No, but uh, Pat and Mick delivered once again.
So this bizarre charity project of Pat and Mick culminated in an album being released in 1993 called Don't Stop Dancing. And it was just the collection of all the charity singles that had been released from 1988 until that moment. Yay. And so if you want the entire Pat and Mick discography, you can get it on one measly CD. Um, and, and there it is. Just as we've said every song. I don't think anyone asked for it. Oh, you know what? There. I did not do a Spotify check. I'm going to do that right now. Oh, I don't think they are, but... Let's see, because it's charity song, so it's one of those things. Oh, nope, nope, no Pat and Mick on Spotify. Look at that. Well, it's like the only reason I thought about doing the show when we were like trying when I was trying to pick up thing is that I just go on uh, Spotify and I'm like, oh, discover. I was like, who does it think I like? And usually it'll be like people. And then it yes. was like Pat and Mick, and I was like, oh, 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 oh. but there were no songs of them on there. That's weird. But they were like, I bet they're I guess on. I listen to the. Oh, I bet they're on app. UK Spotify. Oh, probably. Yeah. No, they popped up in my artist thing. And, uh, yeah, that tells you, I don't even listen to Spotify all that much anymore, but that tells you the junk <laughs> that I listen to on Spotify, that there it's like, go. you like Pat and Mick. <laughs> I'm like, I do, bud. And I want to stress before we wrap things up here, I am not, like, I was not being ironic at all in any of my praise for Let's All Chant. Oh, that's a great song. Yes. I really do think that that is a God-tier song. I could listen to it on repeat all day yes. today and be happy. And I'm going to now because I've thought about it, so now I will think about it for a month. I mean, that's it, the way it goes with that this song. Is, I mean, this is going to come out in two um, weeks, but Eurovision's in an hour, so I'm not going to do that. That's right. Yeah, we're recording this uh, early because we do that. It's a podcast, in case you hadn't figured that we out. We have jobs and stuff. I don't know if you know it. Um, so Mick, I have no idea what Mick is up to now. Couldn't find a darn thing about him. Uh, no, Pat, Pat is sure still in radio. Real. Pat has bounced around from radio station to radio station. He's and on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yes, he was. And uh, I believe now him. he still works. He makes a regular appearance on, I don't, it might be a satellite radio station even um, in, in the UK. But anyway, yeah, that's that's what they're up to now. And I know he still does DJing around yes, yes. the Europe's. Which is just adorable. He needs to grow the mullet back. <laughs> Everything else is making a comeback. Oh, why should bald now. Why shouldn't, shouldn't Pat's be? mullet? <laughs> Speaking of things... Uh, they do all the stuff that we don't ask for. What about the one thing we do ask for? That's right. Come on, Pat. Come on, Pat and Mick. And or Mick. That's whatever. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with uh, something far less ridiculous than this, probably. I mean, nope. you picked it, but no it's going to be less. No promises. It's going to be less ridiculous. <laughs> That's right. And hey, we're getting kind of close to our 100th episode. I thought about that mm. when I drove to Subway earlier. Yes. And, uh... Then I forgot about it until you just said it again. It's nature. <laughs> it's weird. A hundred episodes. I can't believe we've been doing that this long. Anyway, um, that's crazy. Um, you can find us on our website, offbeattrackscast.com, where you can listen to all 96 previous episodes, including yep. this one. And we're also available for trolling on Twitter. Um, we are Twitter user at Offbeat Tracks. Yes. And uh, we do respond to trolls, unlike most accounts. Oh, yeah. We engage. We yep. engage. We're just thirsty for any engagement on Twitter. So, yeah. Hit us up, trolls. We'll, we'll take you. We'll take your ats. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll eat them and spit them back in your face. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.